Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. <laughs> Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service for... Uh, sir, Randy, I think he got his money's worth out of it today. So, Randy, what took longer, that introduction for uh, Trey or uh, Jordan Walsh declaring he was going to stay in the NBA draft? Um... Right now, I'd 10 give it. o'clock, wasn't it? <laughs> it was close to eleven, I think. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was pretty late. Uh, I, I, I mean, if anybody who listened to the show yesterday knows my thoughts on that, I felt pretty good. Devo was coming back, and felt pretty good that Walsh was going to stay in, and that's uh, that's what happened. Um, obviously, not right on everything because I also was really sure that Ron Holland was going to commit to Arkansas. <laughs> Um, and I think you were a lot, a lot, a lot of folks, Trey, on that one. Well, yeah, I mean, for me, it was, I was told it was just a matter of when the announcement was, like I said yesterday, we had content ready. We had, you know, our national team, we had videos and stuff ready to go because it was happening. So that's how, that's, uh, that's like right up there. Like we were having an interesting discussion on the message board <laughs> about, uh, the biggest burns. Uh, that Arkansas has experienced. And, I mean, Doyle Green Beckham would probably be a big one. Uh, there's a lot of people, you know, just kind of showing my age, I guess. There's Like Andrew Ellis says he was, uh, who works for me now, says he had he was in school, <laughs> in, I guess, high school or junior high, and said uh, he had to go to the bathroom and went to the bathroom so he could go uh, watch the announcement of Doyle Green Beckham. He was so sure he was going to Arkansas. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, that, I mean, that's, that's, those are two, like, top-ranked players in the country, so that's probably – there's probably nothing that would beat those two. It was um, – I remember the Doriel Green Beckham. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a guy named Honeycutt, Gerald yeah. Honeycutt. That Dudley Dawson, I mean, I've told this story way too many times, but we went all the way down to Grambling, Louisiana. So mm-hmm. certain it was going to be Arkansas. And uh, needless to say, that didn't turn out. So you never know about these things, but uh, I would be curious, Trey, more than anything, and I'll be anxious to see if someone does a in-depth story on what it took for G League Ignite to get mm-hmm. Ron Holland, how much, how much it cost him. Now, there is a player, I think his last name is Green, who they – uh, are paying six hundred thousand dollars to. Mm-hmm. I was about to say about a half million dollars is. I would think at minimum takes for about a guy like that. Yeah, I would yeah, think I at mean, minimum. You know, a lot of the other guys aren't making near that, but for a top prospect like that, um, then yes, they certainly up the ante. But Trey, uh, Trey Shap sent me this information, and he will be on at five thirty to elaborate. But uh, at the SEC meetings, a vote apparently was taken. And for the 2024 season, an eight-game schedule was voted and approved. Is that for real? Uh, According to my man Trey Shep, who's there. Hey, Trey. That's stunning. Yeah, Randy said Arkansas plays at Florida. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, oh, is that kidding. for real, though? And no, they no, get Georgia at home. Yeah, it is. No, it is going to be an eight-game schedule. We, we're hoping it's not at Florida. It shouldn't be. But yeah, and, huh. and I think I'm 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 shocked by that. It's probably for one year, two years at the most, and then they'll go to nine. It just, I mean, I don't know. I, I've you know obviously listened to Sam Pittman's comments and uh, you know what he thought, and you know he's talking about you know wanting to play Texas and wanting to keep the Missouri rivalry and all that stuff. And I I don't know. So we're going to. They're just going to do it in 2024. So my guess is they're going to they're going to keep Georgia and Auburn playing each other. Yes, yes, and Alabama and Tennessee. obviously Alabama Auburn, right? And Alabama Tennessee. So they're going to keep this one year the rivalries that we're all talking about because I mean you don't just throw away Georgia Auburn. That's right. It's the longest running rivalry in the South. Right. Yeah, no, I, that's what, probably what they're going to do is the first year they'll build all those rivalries in. I think Arkansas will play Texas and uh, probably Ole Miss and Missouri, obviously. And then if they don't change by 2025, then some of those rivalries could be gone for a year. You'll still play them mm. two out of every four, which is okay. Yeah, <laughs> so – yeah, I was looking at, by the way, Rick, because we were talking about schedules the other day, I was looking at Arkansas's future schedules, and, you know, they're mm-hmm. scheduled out to 2033. I believe that's Oklahoma State. Cool. they got Texas Tech in there, too. Yeah. The Notre Dame game was scheduled both ways. Uh, but it had the Memphis game, we talked about that. The Memphis game is listed as being in Fayetteville. Okay, 2025 at Memphis, 2026 Memphis and Fayetteville, 2028 Memphis and Fayetteville. So they probably got a twofer on that deal. Yeah. Two in Fayetteville, okay, one so in Memphis. Same thing I'm with not, Tulsa. Yeah, I'm showing 2025 at Memphis. Okay. That's right. And then it, it goes all the way out to 2033. But the way Pittman was talking, he was like, you know, if we play nine, then I don't know if I want to, you know, play. Play one know, of those type games. Well, they're going to play right. Notre Dame. They're not going to pass because, I again, we learned, I don't know if you were on yesterday when we said we learned that now that at Notre Dame is 2028. So uh, you know they're well, going to they play those two Notre Dame games. Well, they got four games scheduled with Oklahoma State, yeah, and two right. with Utah, two with Texas Tech. Right. You know, all in this time period, and I mean, the Big Twelve plays nine conference games. They play Power Five opponents. I yeah. mean, to me, I'm, I want to I want to get away from this Western Carolina, Kent State. We're you still know, get Middle two Tennessee State, like so all the get, like four, three teams like that. Let's, let's, let's knock it down to, yeah. you know, you're gonna a couple get two teams of them. and still play. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get two of them. And, but here's the other thing we learned uh, at the from the SEC meetings, and that is these contracts with Utah and some of these others do have out clauses mm-hmm. that there's no financial penalty if the league that Arkansas is in expands the league schedule. So they could get out of the Utah series or, or any of them, I guess. I don't know that they will, but they could. You know, and, and you look, obviously some of these teams, if by 25 you go to nine games, mm-hmm. I hope everybody's got some clauses like that because they're gonna be, you're going to be canceling some games. Yeah, I just, want, I, I just want to go to more – I mean, I know it's competitive already, but I just, I just don't want – 
I just want as few of those types of games as possible. And I, and I think in, in this day with the transfer portal, what it's allowed for is much better depth. So I feel like you can maybe play a tougher, you know, amp your schedule up a little bit because, I mean, Arkansas has six seniors on the defensive line this year and, and you know, a ton of defensive tackles and a ton of defensive ends. Like, they, they, I feel like they should be able to get through you know, a tough slate of games, and, and everybody should be, you know, with the transfer portal. So, I mean, my, my thought is let's play nine conference games and let's drop one of the group of five or division two games, and let's keep another non-conference power five. Let's talk with Jake. Jake, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Uh, dude, good afternoon. No hey, buddy. Good afternoon, Rick. Good afternoon, Trey. Hi, Jake. Good to talk to you guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? First and foremost, uh, before I get to Trey, Trey, I promise I'll make this quick. But I haven't heard from Marianne today. Weird. Rick, you and I call it. <laughs> how long was going to start? How long start? That's all I got to say. Uh, Trey, you know, I'd like to hear some more about this edge rusher that we got. Uh, 265, 275, plays like he's 240, super fast off the edge because – I'm sorry, you know, the other guys know I'm a truck driver. I'm on the road 14 hours a day. And so it's very hard for me to, like, keep up with this stuff. And also, right, I think but, you ought to do a which, walk talk but every which single edge week. Rusher, which edge rusher are we talking about? The one from Tech, I'm guessing. Uh, the one, Yeah, the one you guys were talking about yesterday or the day before, Randy. I can't remember. Uh, that's like a just a freak. Um, one from Tech. Why am I drawing a black and white? Louisiana Tech, about? when they're one oh, trick. No, he's not an edge rusher. Yeah, he's I, a defensive tackle. TV Rose. Okay. Yeah, he's 300. Well, there, was, there, there, was, there was someone that y'all said that was like 265. He looks 275, and he runs like he's 240. It, that, I, don't that's I don't know if that was words were. And I'm like, who are they talking about? And also, I wanted to know, uh, man, I always ask you, Trey, and I'll ask you the same thing again. Give me some good news on safety. Do we are we looking at anybody? Do we have any room? Are we looking at anybody to fill a safety spot? I actually feel pretty good about Hudson Clark as a free safety, but he's not a strong safety. He's not a nickelback. You know, we need somebody that can play. You know, when I was in high school, we called that the rover position, but now they call it the nickel or whatever. But we need a strong safety that can come up and fill that role. And I don't see anybody on this team that can do that. So if you could go ahead and. Uh, Expound on that, if you will, and I appreciate it, guys. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Go hog. Thank you, Jake. So, just first on the defensive ends, Arkansas added two defensive ends out of the transfer portal, two out of the high school ranks. I'm not sure which guy he's talking about. Uh, as far as safety, uh, I do think, yeah, I said all last year that, you know, Arkansas has, you know, they had problems in the secondary, obviously, but, you know, to me, Hudson Clark was not their biggest problem in the secondary, and I think that you know, proved to be pretty true. Um, he's not an all-SEC player. He's a good enough SEC player. That's 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 what Hudson Clark basically gives you. He's a good he's a good enough player. You know, he's not he's not going to be an all-star. Um, they have 84 scholarships used right now, so that means they have one left. I I think that you, what you're probably going to see at this point is Sam Pittman just kind of pocketing that scholarship, waiting till some time in the season or after the season to retroactively give that scholarship to a walk-on. 
that's what I think will, will probably play out some kind of way. Um, they did add some safeties. You know, they have Arthur Brathwaite, who uh, was at Western Kentucky. He actually played against Arkansas when Western Kentucky came to Fayetteville, the last Chad Morris game. Um, I think they'll probably look at moving Lorando Johnson. You know, I thought Lorando had a really great response when he was asked, he was playing nickel one day, which they call hog. He's playing nickel one day. He said, I don't have a position. I'm a football player. So that, to me, says, okay, this guy might be willing to, you know, do what he can to get the best five players out there. You've also got Jaheim Singletary, who was a nice addition. Keon Stewart, who started for TCU last year, played a lot for TCU. I think he started and played kind of mixed. Um, Who can play cornerback? So, to me, you can mix some guys around there. But there's not somebody out there sitting in the portal right now who's a safety who's like, go get this guy. He's going to come in and start. It's just, it just didn't work out that way. They, they really did a good job, I think, filling a lot of needs, cornerback, linebacker, defensive line, um, you know, getting Joshua Braun in here. I think they got three quality wide receivers out of the portal. Varquise Gums also uh, addressed the issue at backup quarterback that really haunted them last year. Um, but as far as going out and getting a just straight stud safety, it just didn't happen. So maybe there's a guy that's on the roster right now that could emerge, you know, like Metcalf or something, a freshman. Maybe at some point during the season, um, you move Lorando Johnson. You also have Al Walcott in. You know, he's probably going to end up playing that nickel spot for you. So that's, you know, addressed. It may be a little bit, you know, I don't know about the depth there, but that's at least addressed. Um, so. But yeah, it just didn't just didn't happen, you know. So um, that's about as plainly as I can put it. You know, I'd probably say that's I wouldn't say it's like just this huge disappointment, but it's like you know you'd have liked to see him go out and get a guy that's you know maybe a next level talent there, but it just didn't happen. All right, Trey from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. Piggy Small says question for Trey: Is it just me, or is the backup quarterback spot? more unsettled than it has been in recent years. It's just you. <laughs> Seems more settled, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, last year they were going back and forth. Malik Hornsby was lining up at wide receiver part-time. They had one scholarship quarterback behind K.J. Jefferson and Hornsby. Kate Fortin had come in. Um, you know, it was this was Kate's third school. Uh, you know, he, he came in as a walk-on. Um, yeah, the, the other guy, that, uh, I forgot his name, but he, he transferred to Houston, the freshman they brought in the year before. Um, and they didn't have any, I mean, they just didn't have a good option at backup quarterback last year, period. You know, they couldn't, they kept, you know, going back and forth between Hornsby and Fortin in the games that KJ couldn't play. They lost both those games, never, didn't really feel like they had much of a chance. I mean, the defense stood tall against LSU. They just needed some kind of offense and just could not get anything going. 13-10 game. Um, you know, Mississippi State was, you know, kind of different. They needed some offense. They had a little bit of offense, but just not near enough in that one. Uh, I think that Jacoby Criswell gives you a guy that you can look at finally and say, this could be the next guy in line. He could be the heir apparent uh, when KJ, I think we're expecting him to probably move along after this season. But to me, Jacoby Griswell has a, a really good chance of being the next guy. And then, you know, I think you got a promising guy coming in and uh, or already here, I guess, in Malachi Singleton. Um, 
So I, the quarterback situation, and Kay Fortin returns also. So, I mean, to me, the quarterback situations is, you know, as good as it's been since it was Felipe and KJ. We didn't touch upon this a moment ago, Trey, when we were talking about Devo in and Walsh out. Who's mm-hmm. next? I know that uh, Curtis kind of dug into that earlier today, but uh, who's next? That's probably a better question for Curtis. I don't know who's next. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I thought Ron Holland was next. So, um, yeah, I mean, they got 12, so they can have one more. Um you know, Curtis has broken down everything, transfer commitments and, you know, returnees, obviously incoming freshmen. So that's a great question. You know, they're, they're going to do something. I mean, they're not just going to leave it out there. I mean, you can, the way today is, you can just go out and get somebody and, you know, have them for a year and move on. I'll throw one out for you. Uh, apparently, Grant Nelson out, but maybe in is a former St. John Wing David Jones, that according to Curtis. So, there you go. We threw one name out there for you. All right, Trey. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys.